Platform presents Season 5 Wrap-Up. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And it's time for the Season 5 Wrap-Up. Yeah. Of Orb. We're going to talk about deleted scenes um, and DVD extras. We're going to read some of your uh, listener mail uh, and then kind of do our first and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, and, you know, just kind of a little, little tiny wrap up before we go into the New York era. Yes. Um, there are not tons of special features. No. On the DVD. Um, and the deleted scenes are almost all extended scenes mm-hmm. um, and barely extended, like down to a line. Right, you know, you know where they they'll they'll cut. It'll be like the animation, and then they'll cut to animatic uh, for a line that they cut, like in the middle of somebody's dialogue. Uh, kind of yes. this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's uh, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might be a little bit of a, a quicker episode, but that's all right. We'll take a little rest before diving in. Yeah. Um, so like we said, not too many deleted scenes. I only made notes of the, uh, of the, of the kind of the more substantial ones, uh, such as in the devil's grip, when we see <laughs> action man bearing Entman, uh, at the uh, retirement home, uh, that, you know, they're having a conversation with, 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 with Hank, who, you know, is like asking like, Hey, you know, was, was, was he the oldest? Is that why he died first? Um, and I, I love the information we get about auto Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, weird, weird acknowledgement uh-huh. of, of Otto Aquarius. Uh, you know, so he's the oldest member, you know, and uh, used to used to be a drinker. And Hake fires back, confusing a meta, metaphor. He's like, first, first it's your thumb, then it's cracked cocaine. It's uh, cracked, 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 cracked cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> and Action Man just like, oh, no, son. I just, uh, you know, it just kind of pushes past. Yeah. And the, uh, the metaphor, Action Man said, like, oh, he, he found Jesus in the same bottle, <laughs> in the same bottle where he, uh, you know, says something or other. Something about mentioning a bottle. Um, and, yes. uh, yeah. Um, and that, that's what makes, uh, makes Hank get there. So implying that as a younger child, Hank was a, uh, Hank was a thumb sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. Of course mm-hmm. he was. Yeah. Um, the, uh, in what color is your clean suit? Uh, the Dean, uh, meeting, uh, Talia is extended mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, after he gets hit with the Frisbee he has a boner, which Sergeant Hatred says at ease soldier. Yep. Uh, which I like the idea of Sergeant Hatred addressing an erection as at ease, <laughs> uh, there. And then my favorite, uh, deleted thing at all is the blundering tape that Dr. Z, uh, mm-hmm. sent to St. Cloud is extended, um, with the end, the end of it, where he's like, you know, must, must be firm with a blunder, and uh, takes an AK forty seven and executes the blunder who turns into an angel. <laughs> yeah, I wish they had kept that in. Yep. Um, I, I also I wish that they kept in the uh, the line just because it's so in the spirit of that kind of thing. Remember, blundering is insolence in disguise. <laughs> I love the blunder. Uh, and then uh, i didn't realize uh they had done this uh, but in spanakopita they did an animated version of the stop motion segment i i guess like they, they i forget what they said because i know they worked with the robot tic- the, the robot chicken people maybe that was that was done as a safety in case they couldn't get that done on time the robot chicken people sounds so much cooler than what it actually is. I know, right? It sounds like a Horizon Zero Dawn clan or something, <laughs> oh. but like in in fact, it's just guys who make uh, 
jokes where it's just people uh, fighting. Yes. Like what if a nerd beat up Superman? Yeah. And that was the show. <laughs> uh the other uh special feature that we get i really enjoyed this because i like larry murphy mm-hmm. uh larry murphy yeah. comedian uh voice actor he does um he does uh the voice of teddy uh the handyman on bob's burgers just great uh really good mm-hmm. uh he played diamond backdraft in the sphinx rising episode and it was kind of a bummer because you almost don't recognize it's him because diamond backdraft just doesn't get anything to do um and here yeah. we get a whole scene of Larry Murphy doing Larry Murphy ass improv and it's delightful. <laughs> yeah, just doing old man stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's very cute. Uh going back and forth. And they they it's not animated, but they cut back and forth to Tim Meadows just listening <laughs> on the couch like sitting there characters. silently. <laughs> just staring there. Uh it's it's real funny. Oh, uh, oh, I knocked over my coffee. Oh, it's on my ball python. Oh no, the rattler got some. It's hyper. Oh, he bit me. Fax yeah. my grandson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, t- uh, fax my grandson uh, is the name of, of the thing, which is very funny. And he has a the only offer dial up where he's at and stuff. It's it's cute, cute yep. old man improv. Yep. Um, I didn't know what Larry Murphy looked like, and just Google image searched him. Just, uh, the, there's the, one that's a uh, National Hockey League league player, uh-huh. but a surprising number of results are Larry Murphy, life of a notorious rapist. Oh no. Like poor Larry Murphy. I don't former uh, FBI agent profiles Larry Murphy. Shows <laughs> this dude, this hoodie fellow who's most of these are about that that Larry Murphy. Ooh. Oh, uh, that's rough. That's just rough, a, SE, rough SEO. Every time he steps out on stage to do a stand-up, I now, now I Boo. know what you're thinking. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I go to see this? <laughs> uh but um, no, he 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 actually looks kind 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 of like kind of like Teddy. Uh, which is which is yeah. which is fun, yeah. Uh, but that that's really it. Uh, you know, there were more deleted scenes that were referred to in the mm-hmm. book and commentary, so I was expecting to see a little bit more. Yeah, um, especially from uh, Gargantua. Yes, where they talk about all that you know the Molotov plot and everything that was cut. It's possible for some reason those will uh, land on the season six. Yes, DVD special features because of weirdness, and if so, we'll talk about them then. Yes. So yeah. Uh, on to listener mail. Yep. Listener mail about season five. Uh, we have Joe who writes in uh, via contact. Uh, if you have thoughts about season six, you can go to duckfeed.tv slash contact um, and mm-hmm. click the or button there. But Joe uh, says, I have no idea if it's a regional thing, but uh, a nutty buddy where I live in New England uh, is an ice cream treat similar to the more popular drumstick. Uh, oh. It's just a cone filled with a vanilla ice cream and topped with chocolate sauce and nuts sold in the grocery store freezer section in boxes of six or eight. Unlike the drumstick, they don't line the inside of the cone with chocolate first, making it the inferior already coned ice cream dessert. They're fine. Huh. Well, then that makes sense. I would fuck up a drumstick right now. Oh, my oh, a God. drumstick is great, dude. Yeah. And a drumstick... Uh, the secret best part of a drumstick is when there's not very much ice cream left and it's just the kind of like soaked and, cr- but still vanilla E shell. Mm-hmm. Like the bottom of a drumstick. Oh, it's amazing. The, 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 yeah. little, cone, the little cone plug of chocolate that rests at the bottom yes. of it. Yeah. Yes. What um, Alden Brown would do if he had to mix inside a waffle cone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, he's always talking about doing that, like plugging shit up. Oh, yeah. You, you just um, use, use flour to make a glue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Sam, Sam's Club, they sometimes have uh, boxes of Kit Kat drumsticks, um, which are what real fuck good. You say? Kit, 
Kit Kat, Kit Kat drumsticks. So it's like it's it's like drumstick, but the but uh, they've got cores of fudge in the center. Um, and instead of nuts on the top, I would like the if this was in addition to nuts. But instead of nuts, mm-hmm. it's like um like crumbled up Kit Kat, like the wafer stuff. Oh my god! Oh, it's amazing. Of course, but, snipe buddy somebody but, but, for one of those <laughs> because it's Sam's Club. You have to buy it like in boxes of twelve. Which why would you want that in your house? But uh, they're yeah, yeah, they're, that, they're real a, good. It's a good way to to die. <laughs> yeah. it's a good way to have a dessert after every meal, <laughs> which, you know, for a couple of days and not yeah. feel so good. Um, but yes, if if, uh, if if you ever see one of those, it gets my recommendation. No idea uh, about Nutty Buddy, uh, but that but Joe, your uh, your account lines up. You know, New, New England Northeast um the yeah. boys being from new york etc it's it's so weird though because little debbie is everywhere i imagine there are also just nutty buddies mm. little debbie style ones there too i wonder how they got away with that no idea somebody got fired under that blunder <laughs> um we uh we have he says via contact hi there from the queer with the venture brothers sleeve tattoo i love season season five it's full of some classic episodes and great callbacks notice that you didn't highlight my favorite line in what color is my clean suit Pete calling St. Cloud the world's worst-dressed supervillain. For my tattoo, I use Dean from the opening episode and Helper from the end of Venture Libre. My favorite episodes to rewatch are Bot Seek Spot, Spanakopita, and the extended first episode. It's not the best season, but it's still one of my favorites. You called out some nice. highlights there. Bot Seek, Bot Seek Spot and Spanakopita are absolutely high, you know, high points. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what color is your, your clean suit is good mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah. It sounds like a cool tattoo. I forget what Helper looks like at the end of, uh, at the end of, um, uh, what is it? What, what was the episode of Venture Libre? There we go. Yeah. Well, he, he comes out of the river as the, uh, walking eye. And, oh, yeah. You know, Helper kill all these people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Luke writes in via contact saying, with respect to your reaction to 21's character backsliding into incompetence, my first reaction is that you expect too much of a silly cartoon. But insofar as I appreciate character and narrative coherence, I suggest that 21 represents the Peter principle. As a henchman, he was unstoppable, but he wasn't able to run his own show. He's He needed uh, the guidance of a supreme leader to give him direction, a context in which he could accomplish whatever goal he was given. But his incompetence surged at exactly the moment he was out from under the wings of the monarch's butter glider. Uh, he's playing the same RPG, but as a class he's never played before. As I recall, he rose again to competence as Kano, uh, but perhaps I'm misremembering. I'll confirm or reject the memory when we reach the point of the story together. He's okay as Kano, mm-hmm. but he's he's no longer, they're not doing ultra competent like Dark Wolverine. Yeah. It's Ogopogo mm-hmm. 21 Yeah, uh, at this point. I, I agree that he needs leadership, but he would have been fine as like a member of Sphinx. Yeah. You know, just straight up full standing member and everything. Mm-hmm for that and yeah it, i mean it's it's definitely a silly cartoon i made this point in the episode i'll make it again the reason why i feel comfortable with that expectation is because uh the thing that to me separates this cartoon from other adult swim ilk is that it takes that stuff seriously yes so it 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 feels clangy to me when it doesn't mm-hmm. uh because there are so many examples of times when it does yeah agreed and that that's that that's pretty pretty much what i was going to say yeah, is there is definitely something to like being a self-directed person versus existing under leadership, mm-hmm. you know, but they, they also just made him stupid, like him hiding in the bushes. Yeah. And like, yeah. I didn't think you could see me like things like that. Like, it's not, you know, I think I think they just did it in service of uh, 
not it, great jokes. It felt like the jokes the leading time. leading the character as opposed to the character leading the jokes, which yep. is which yeah. which is not you know a, a, a position of power for the show. I'd say. Uh, Nat says via contact, season five was never high up there in my favorites outside of a few standouts, but it feels like their first real attempt to shrink the world. After the apparent burnout of the back end of season four, I think season five represents their first steps towards that soft reset for the New York City age, beginning with uh, to cut out the pieces of the world they weren't interested in anymore. Molotov, Dermot, and the Moppets, as well as the Triad, who were startlingly absent the season outside of the Halloween episode, and will continue to be so, uh, to focus on the bits of the uh, impeccable that impeccably worked, or unimpeachably worked, Venture Family dysfunction and the Brock-based action. It's far from perfect, but I can't help but compare it to another show that turned out into a morass of endlessly self-referential bits, Arrested Development. But where Arrested Development curved too hard into manufacturing that charm and produced the confusing mess of its later seasons, Venture Brothers tightened down to focus on what worked best without losing the charm of the world that the show had built. Yeah, under that yeah. under that kind of scheme, we can see season five as like the half measure that wasn't sufficient, and season six is the full measure that was what was needed that maybe yeah. you know fully satisfied the urge that they felt. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the uh, uh, the prelude to a course correction. Yeah, I think that um, part of what I, I think that that is a, a great lens for it. Part of what makes season five seem weird to me is that reading the context around it, reading the the book stuff and, and commentary where they're talking about how jazz they were mm-hmm. and how much they felt reinvigorated. Yeah. Um, and wanted to go back to things. There's like the, the scope thing where they succeeded. Yeah. That, um, by tightening the scope, which Nat brings up, but then there's also, uh, there's an issue where like a lot of the jokes just aren't as funny, mm-hmm. you know, which, which, uh, to me is, is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Like, and there, there are plenty of good jokes. Like there are no, straight up bad seasons of the venture brothers right there there's certainly a curve for sure um donna writes via contact saying okay i've been listening to the podcast since the beginning and i love it i just want to say that up front what i do have a problem with other than your feedback area not being being compatible with iphones uh is how badly you dissed the cure on last week's episode like come on i thought just like heaven was a great song when i was 13 then i grew up quote boring goth shit i guess you haven't really listened to much of their catalog because it's not boring goth shit from 17 seconds to disintegration uh there is some deep-seated anger and sadness that isn't teen angst going on and i know this because i bought uh i thought at 16 i would probably think differently about those songs but as a 47 year old woman those songs have only grown deeper so tongue sticking out emoji um and this part is being playfully angry um smiley face emoji Now, I want to talk about the reaction to Amber's hair color and what a betrayal that was. Betrayal in quotes. Uh, That was directly calling out dudes who think women who wear makeup or dye their hair are trying to trick them. Uh, because of the uh, because the, of the pressures of society to conform to a standard, Southern women need to be platinum or honey blonde, even if they aren't naturally. Uh, and how some men, when confronted by uh, by a woman uh, who is just being herself, are so offended. It sounds so silly, but I've had it happen to me. Makeup comes off, roots grow in, and suddenly you are a liar or are a slob for not keeping up the ruse. Uh, that is what I got from that. 
Uh, she goes on to say, y'all need to get more women on your show. Uh, you don't know another woman other than Gwen who has watched this show. Um, anyway, love you guys. Glad for the recap podcast. Uh, that sounds like me and my friends talking about the show. Also, you might want to contact Urbaniac if you can. He loves going on podcasts and talking about Rusty. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, but second of all, how dare you? <laughs> I have heard some, I've heard tons of the cure. <laughs> I, the cure, uh, one of my like teenage friends, so the way that you have friends as a teen, you sometimes don't as an adult, like where you just get stuck in hostage situations yeah. with them, like where you're just stuck with them. My liar friend who I've talked about on shows <laughs> before was a huge Cure fan. And I listened to every Cure album up through like 1996 okay. or so. And a lot of them I thought like, yes, there's probably some deep seated sadness there, but I found them really musically boring. Not all of them. Like head on the door has some bangers on it. Like mm-hmm. there are out al- there, there are tracks I think are gen- genuinely good on each album, and then there are albums that I think are are just really mid or low tempo and just musically don't have a lot going on. Yeah, uh, for them, that friend who was in the Cure was so into the Cure that I have a, a distinct crystallized memory. We had a, a creative writing class, and we had a prompt where the prompt was the teachers like come up with, it was kind of like quiplash for kids, like come up with a name for a vegetarian restaurant. Okay. Right. Uh, and people tried to come up with pun names and stuff for that. And, uh, his was the hanging gardens of refreshment. Uh, okay. Uh, a little, little, because wordy. there's a cure song called the hanging gardens, I think. Okay. Uh, but that's it. Like, there's no, there's no joke there or anything. Right, just, right. And I'm not trying to trash him. He's a teen. He didn't know what he's doing. I didn't know what he's doing. But it was just like super huge Cure fan. Mm-hmm. Tons of tons of Cure backlog. Gotcha. Uh, so you've been in many cars where Cure was playing. Yes. Yeah. In the pre-car, like I've been in many basements sitting around. Gotcha. You know, reading D and D books just while listening while somebody talks about every track mm-hmm. that is played on on a Cure record. Gotcha. So there's there's songs I definitely like, but I I am not my that opinion does not come from ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I'll go to bat for just like heaven being a good song, even when you are more than thirteen. I heard it for the first time um, when I was older than thirteen, and I still think it rules. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> song. Yeah, maybe I mean I yeah up there. Um, the amber stuff that's good insight. It's yeah. I don't know. I would be curious how much of that is. It doesn't matter what what is author intent. Mm-hmm. But that ends up feeling a little bit like something the the boys would not know about. Yeah. A little bit to me, but like that could definitely be be the case mm-hmm. uh, about that. Um, and then in answer to having more women on the show, I would love to. Yeah. Um, we, we, you know, uh, we've had Autumn on before. Mm-hmm. Um, I have tried every season since then to get Autumn back on. Yeah. Um, but just, uh, we're all, everyone's adult, grown ass adults with, with jobs and stuff. Yeah. So it is, it is difficult to, uh, to get her on. And mm-hmm. the other thing that we're running into is as this series moves on, fewer and fewer people have watched the entire show. Yes. So I know some people, ladies who have watched the show, like my friend Courtney watched Venture Brothers, mm-hmm. but she fell off around season five. Yeah. Like the breaks killed the show for a lot of people and it's a harder, uh, proposition to be like, Hey, do you want to come on a podcast? You have to watch. <laughs> two seasons of a show to talk about this one, one episode. episode of it for 45 minutes yeah so it's a yeah it's a, it, it is it is a tough ask but we um agree with you we, we and we accept we accept your criticism on that yeah i mean it's something that it's an ongoing struggle for the network yep. where part of it is like we talked about this a lot uh it, it's something where philosophically it's something that we really want mm-hmm 
logistically, we don't want to just like hire a rando. Yeah. You know, uh, that doesn't feel good. And I have lots of friends who are, are ladies, but not all of them share the same interest or have time yeah. for this kind of thing. Like this is our job. Mm-hmm. So we can, we can commit the just like ridiculous number of hours per week. You know, we do a million shows. Um, it is hard to just fold somebody in to that, yeah. yep. you know? Um, yeah. So it's, it's something that it's something for sure that we are aware of and have spent time trying to figure out yeah. how to, uh, how to untie that knot. But uh, yeah. but but thank you for writing in and uh, yeah. a- appreciate the insight on the cure and on uh, Amber Gold's hair joke. One hundred percent. When I was skimming that response, I thought the cure was an episode. Oh, <laughs> for a second, and I was like, did I forget? <laughs> Gary, I put, the, I put the episode list at the bottom, dude. <laughs> I know. I I, w- I was very confused <laughs> by it. I also when I read it because I just had the whole. This is just me being an idiot. I just had the screen on and previous contact was from someone named Nat. So for some reason in my head that transferred to uh, Molotov. Oh, mm-hmm. probably because of Black Widow. Oh, okay. Reasons and I was like, oh, is this person mad because we don't like Molotov? Huh. It was very like I went on a real journey trying to skim that. Yeah. Before reading it. So the uh <laughs> yeah, it just, it just goes to show you uh confusing. Yeah. Um yeah, so thanks everybody for writing in. If you have season six thoughts, um please go to duckfeed.tv slash contact and share those with us. We really appreciate it. We'll do another wrap-up uh then. And we'll be back next week with that season. For now, let's do uh, our first and worsts. Yeah. Um, do we want to take Gargantua two out of this, out of the running for, uh, I, Gargantua wouldn't be my first. I don't, okay. I wouldn't, uh, it's, it's great and it's interesting, but it's not yeah. funny enough for me. Yeah. It wouldn't, wouldn't be, so, wouldn't be my first either, but I just, yeah. uh, just would, uh, oh, always looking to set parameters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like getting rid of a spoiler, but mm-hmm. I think this season kind of doesn't need it. Yeah. Almost like even like to me. So like first it's, it's either between Spanakopita or bot seats, six bot. That, that, that's the thing. Right. Yeah, like I, I kind yeah. of am vacillating between those. Like I wish, I wish Spanakopita had more jokes, but it's heart is sufficient for me. Um, you know, mm-hmm. um, and bot seeks, bot seeks bot that like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I might, I might say bot seek, bot seeks bot on that because it feels emblematic of the season to a certain degree. Like it is doing what they are trying to do the best that they, that, that, that they did in the season, which is, you know, get this guild chase on, get the OSI in there. Like get those characters doing interesting stuff while not being yeah. something ridiculous and bad. Like, OS, I love you. Right. That's part of what uh, their remit was. The other remit was to stop re-rack and focus on the boys kind of doing adventures. Yeah. Which I think Spanakopita is closer. Like, let's focus on Doc. This is a show about the Thunder Brothers. Yeah. You know, so Spanakopita is also that, Mm -hmm. you know, is is part of the remit. I I would probably give it to Spanakopita because it's self-contained. Yeah. And I I prefer a Monster of the Week episode to a mythology episode usually. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But both of those are very good. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, like, well, like a weird dark horse in this that probably wouldn't be uh, in the running for first, but uh, like was better than I remembered it being. Uh, Mama's mm-hmm. Boys. Yeah, Mama's Boys is, is real fun. Same thing yeah. with Devil's Grip. I think the Devil's Grip is real fun. Mm-hmm. You know, all this, you know, Colonel Gentleman, 
Like which one's the the actual Ken? Which one's that crappy puppet? <laughs> like there's there's a lot of good stuff there. So there are yeah. a couple of dark horses, and then similar for me, the worst one is a tie as well. It's really hard for me to go between OS I Love You and Venture Libre. Yeah, I think, I think both those episodes suck. Uh, <laughs> Venture Libre's got that horrible subplot with the senator. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just it's so stupid and jokeless. And then OS I Love You is just too. Too actiony, too much action spy stuff, not enough jokes. Yeah. And they killed Tank Top. And they killed Tank Top and Shuttlecock. <laughs> Slapchop. Bum <laughs> Rush. Like all of all these these great characters. Yeah. Uh you know, it just uh because they just happen to be double agents, because from whom and for why. It just it yeah. feels irritating. I don't know. Like as an Indian, it's very similar actually to Bot Seek Spot and Spanakopita, mm-hmm. where I think OSI Love You is a holistically worse episode. Yeah. It's just like I like. I think Spanakopita is holistically better, mm-hmm. but in Bot Seek Spot, the robot date is a higher point yeah. than anything Spanakopita. Just like the senator is a lower point in Venture Libre. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and, and just like I have kind of a dark horse, like one that like is risking being in that tier, um, Sphinx mm-hmm. Rising, uh, to a degree, is saved. Um, by good performances, by the fact that we get um, Tim Meadows there specifically. I think Tim, Tim Meadows saves Sphinx Rising quite a bit to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Hank gets the suit yep. and stuff. There's, there's, you know, it ends up qualifying as, as middling. Like it could be the worst episode of another season. Yeah. Just through not being incredibly special, but it ends up being pretty fun. Mm hmm. And the season Gargantua, too, to me, like I love how everything it accomplishes, like all the sugar we spoke about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's true, but it, it's not a laugh a minute, you know, as much as I, I might want it to be. It's it's impressive like as it a spectacle. Being, yes. Impressive spectacle. Very useful. Very interesting. Um, you know, but it ends up being, you know, it would still be like third place or something like that. Yeah. It, it'd, it'd be like yeah. saying like, I, I don't know. Tell me if this is a as if this is a flawed comparison because you've uh be, because you've seen more of these movies than me. But it like it, it to me only a weirdo would say Endgame is my favorite Avengers movie or my favorite Marvel movie. You know? Yeah, yeah. Be be really kind of a little bit surprising. Yeah, yeah. Similar similar kind of thing. Like it, it's it's place setting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's a weird season. A uh, little bit better than I remember. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but still not. It, it's sandwiched. Yeah between two really good seasons yeah and i've already started watching season six just kind of mm-hmm. as like background stuff to listen to it and remember the you know remember broad stuff before i go in and start taking notes and boy is season six good it's real fun yeah. very uh specifically to my taste um yeah and that that's uh that's about it I think so what we got for this one um anything else any other wrap-up thoughts no not about season five do you know what I'm excited about what? Uh, in a pervert way <laughs> Okay, um, is seeing if in the commentary and the book content for season six, if I can still read between the lines and see Doc Hammer and Jackson public falling out of love. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's actually what's happening. That like feels like an exaggeration, but yeah. we definitely, you know, have caught all of these little like hints of tension mm-hmm. between them. I wonder if that's going to continue. If if we're going to see that, it's going to be more in the commentary uh, than in the, the than in the book. In the book, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shit! I, uh, next next season is the last one that the book covers, so we're going to lose yeah. all that information. Oh well, we're going to be off book. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that's it. Thanks so. Thanks everyone for listening.
Yeah. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, uh, kick us some money, and you can get uh, episodes a week early, one whole week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to getting a bunch of bonus shows. So uh, check out and see what uh, what shows you have access to. Yeah. If you are a patron, uh, you have access to a lot. And even if you're not a patron, mm-hmm. you have a lot of uh, lot of stuff to uh, to listen to. It's a we whole do a lot network. of things. Yeah. Yeah. Huge network. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also leave us rings reviews on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict uh, or anywhere podcast reviews are found. We really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's about it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, until next time. Go, go team, team venture. venture.